If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Sully, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Chewie and I will be discussing how microtransactions might be implemented in Animal Crossing Switch based on some recent news regarding how Nintendo likes to approach that source of revenue. We will also be talking about Mario Day and Animal Crossing Day and also discuss some Animal Crossing Switch rumors. So before we begin, Chewie, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Sergio. How you doing? I mean, I'm a little sick, but getting better. So <laughs> yeah, it's fun to have you lead too. Nice. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, yesterday happened to be Mario Day, and that's because it's March 10. You know, when you write down the date, it looks like Mario Mark 10. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been sort of a tradition with Nintendo for a couple of years now. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the episode, including a Haken's Villager Corner regarding Mario Day. But before that, we wanted to talk a little bit about Animal Crossing Switch and microtransactions and how different ways, different approaches that Nintendo could take to have them in the game. And the reason this came up is because uh, this was reported by the Wall Street Journal. It happens that a mobile game by Nintendo, which is called Dragalia Lost, it's an RPG, it's on cell phones and iOS. So it w- that game was developed by a company called Cygames. And Cygames themselves are owned by a company called Cyber Agent. Now, a Cyber Agent representative had a little something to say about how Nintendo likes to approach money-making, basically, with DLC and microtransactions with Dragalia Lost. And what the representative said is this, quote, Nintendo is not interested in making a large amount of revenue from a single smartphone game. If we managed the game alone, we would have made a lot more. (laughs) So, like, right off the bat, I think think this says volumes about how Nintendo likes to approach not only, you know, making money out of video games, but the video game medium as a whole... Um, Particularly, of course, regarding microtransactions and in, in how they like to charge, or in this case, not charge consumers. What do you think of this statement? So I, I have two thoughts. The first one is essentially like, th- this seems like a little jab at Nintendo. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It seems like whoever's made this comment is probably not happy with where Dragalia Lost is right now as far as, like, revenue. Mm -hmm. And so they're thinking, like, man, if we just made this on our own, we could have just made a lot more money. And (laughs) maybe that's a bigger concern to them than Nintendo. But on the other side, it's like, awesome. Thank you, Nintendo. (laughs) I have noticed that they have given us way more ways to get um, Leaf tickets. Um, Mm. Pretty much, like, every... I guess I feel like it's every month, maybe it's every 
two weeks or so. But I feel like once a month now, they give us like a set of 10 little challenges to complete. Um, You know, like the goals that you had in Pocket Camp? Yes. Mm -hmm. But they give us like a set of 10 and each of them gives you three leaf tickets. So you're looking at like 30 free leaf tickets after you complete them. Mm -hmm. And I'm really mad because I think I missed one at some point. (laughs) Like I think I, I forgot to say complete on it. So Ooh. now my count is not even, and it bothers me. <laughs> so I'm sad about that. But overall, I'm not sad that we're getting Leaf tickets. And yeah, I think, I I mean, I haven't played um, Fire Emblem Heroes in a long time. Mm. So I don't know how generous they're being with um, the orbs in that game. Right. And I've only played Dragalia Lost once, and I didn't even get past like the little intro thing because it was kind of <laughs> long. Um, so I don't know what the microtransactions are in that game, but yeah, th- those are the two things that came to me. I just feel like somebody's kind of mad that they're not making more money. <laughs> <laughs> and Nintendo, I don't know. I think overall Nintendo looks good through this news. Like they're looking like they're not just, you know, the normal greedy corporation that those things tend to come off as you know <laughs> right, right yes um they're not the ea of the industry <laughs> that's for sure um which they they have such a bad reputation at this point <laughs> but nintendo like to put that kind of news it's it's good i think it's a good thing that they're at least trying to be a bit fair with their mobile games mm-hmm. because this might <laughs> They, Because uh, I think more than anything, they don't want to leave a sour taste in people's mouths through Nintendo IP. Yes. Like, they they want Nintendo to be regarded like it currently is, where they make high-quality games for that are fun, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think if they overdid it with any of their microtransactions or anything, it might come off as, like... Man, this Animal Crossing game is just eating into my wallet. <laughs> I, why would I get the real main one? You know, if I'm just going to see mm. more of this. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a good point. And you brought up another excellent point that this game, Dragalia Lost, it's it's like an introduction to a lot of Nintendo games because it's a brand new IP. So there are people here that are playing this game and that really have no reference to what Nintendo does or some other other franchises, including Animal Crossing. So I think this is really good news indeed. It, it paints Nintendo in a very nice way, in a very nice picture. But to to this point, this, this also happened before, actually, and it just so happens that it was with Animal Crossing New Leaf. You know, back in the day when the game was pretty much out in, in it was fresh in everyone's 3DS, <laughs> Nintendo was very adamant that there wasn't going to be any paid DLC. Every item was going to be free. And, you know, it, it wasn't much. It wasn't, we weren't getting free items on a consistent basis or something like weekly. But the point remains is that everything was free. And Nintendo was, like I said, very adamant about that. And, and I think since back then, you know, they, they stood their ground basically saying not all games, not all franchises need a lot of DLC and microtransactions. Yeah, I do feel like there's an amount of, I mean, for better or for worse, like just honor right? <laughs> um, within Nintendo where they're like, you know, we've said these things, backtracking on that is not a good look for us. And, you know, you have like a reputation to uphold. And right. so... 
Yeah, and, and I feel like overall, I don't know, it, it just keeps building upon that reputation of like, we're not here to take advantage of our customers. We're here to earn them. Yes, and exactly. And they earn them through, you know, putting out games that people enjoy. And yeah, and, you know, they make so many different games that, like, somebody has touched a Nintendo franchise in some some way, mm-hmm. be it the Marios and Zeldas of the world. Uh, Mario, you know, consistently... A huge moneymaker for Nintendo. Yes. But yeah, every, uh, I was talking to somebody at work. They asked me um, what I do on my YouTube channel. And I just kind of mentioned, oh, well, I talk about Animal Crossing. I do a podcast. And they said, you know, I don't play a lot of video games, but I did play Animal Crossing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that they happened to play just... Animal Crossing, Mm -hmm. out of all the Nintendo games they could play. (laughs) And so I imagine that's like, that could be the case with other people where they're like, they don't really game too much. And maybe Mm -hmm. the only game they've played is Pikmin or something, you know? Right, right. (laughs) So they make tons of different games that people connect with. And I think that's all they're really trying to do. Make games that people connect with and have a good time. And then maybe when they don't see that connection for franchises, we're talking like the F-Zeros and, you know, the slow release schedules of Metroid. Mm-hmm. But, you know, games that historically kind of didn't do too well and have taken a break. I think Nintendo does that on purpose. Like they're taking a mm-hmm. break and they're like, how can we approach this game in a way that makes it fun for people again? Gotcha. Definitely. Yeah. And even in, in, you know, through these times when some series are on a break and others are not, what remains consistent is Nintendo's approach to microtransactions in DLC. And I think it's a very good approach. So this latest news from Dragalia Lost, it, it, it got us thinking of, again, you know, of course, how is DLC going to be implemented in Animal Crossing Switch, if it is at all? And that's one approach, you know, no DLC or no Mm -hmm. additional content. So we wanted to talk about a couple of different approaches and and discuss the pros and cons of each. So one potential approach is, like we said, in New Leaf, if there is no microtransactions. Basically, you don't pay for anything. You get a couple of free items here and there, but there's no way for you to pay for more, um, as little or as much as you wanted to. So... My thinking of this approach, even though it it does sound nice, I don't think it would happen. And part of me doesn't want it to happen only because I do see myself wanting additional content in Animal Crossing Switch only because I'm, I'm sure you and I and a lot of our listeners, we're going to be playing this game for hundreds slash thousands of hours. So <laughs> extra content is going to be a welcome addition down the, down the line. So... Yeah, I do want to buy the Animal Crossing Switch DLC already, even though I don't have the game yet. But yeah, I, I just don't see a no DLC approach for this game. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the approach Nintendo would take with uh, at least like their big titles that are on console, I don't think they'd ever do like a microtransaction approach, but it, it, DLC is starting to become the norm for them. Yes. Um, But 
I don't know. I, I think as far as like my, uh, no microtransactions can, will go, um, which is just like New Leaf, I think that's very similar. And we still kind of got extra things to New Leaf. Um, mm-hmm. When the game first came out, every month they had a special item that would come out. It, it probably wasn't like every month. I think the dates were weird on it. You had to yes. keep track of them pretty right. closely. <laughs> but you got things like the Cat Tower, that Nook Clock. Um mm. There are some other items that were only available as DLC for like the first year. And then after that, they started doing like every month. It was a monthly one from there. And it was based on like your sign, like your astrology sign. And so they had all those special items. And then after a while, even if you missed those events, they did introduce those items to the game um, in a normal way. Where you could Mm -hmm. just happen to find them. I forget how, but... um, But yeah, I could see us still getting those little, um, I guess, updates where it's more of like, here's a piece of furniture that's free this um, week, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Oh man, if they did weekly, that would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I mean, I could see them going this direction, um, at least for like the first year, maybe even the first two years. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and yeah, and then they could sort of use that time to gauge how people are reacting to it, how much people may be clamoring for actual DLC. So then they could they could change their their approach. Yeah, that, that's a good point. So yeah, and I also like maybe this is a conversation for a little later, but I also wonder because Zelda, we knew they were making DLC just like a little before the game came out. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering, like, if they're going to go with the, like, they already have it on their mind and are going to announce it later, or if they're just going to announce it before. Oh. Um, but it seems like after seeing kind of the response to the Zelda DLC, maybe they'll just wait till later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think overall, that's the best way to, to approach DLC. Nintendo is, is very good about making the content after the game is out, or, or at least completed internally. So I think they will stick with that and just announce it later when 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 it when it makes sense i think yeah so another approach basically the complete opposite something like pocket camp something with a lot of microtransactions or or even just a lot of dlc pr- that you can get either as soon as the game is out or or shortly thereafter now for an approach like that i also don't see that being the case in a big part of that is Pocket Camp itself. We don't know if Pocket Camp is going away. You know, I, I don't expect it to. We just don't know if it's going to stay on its own or if it's going to be connected to Animal Crossing Switch. In either of those cases, I think Nintendo wouldn't want to lose a, a potential source of revenue by sort of getting rid of Pocket Camp or or even transferring it to the to the Switch game, if you will. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to stay separate in, enough. And at the same time, I don't see Animal Crossing Switch, quote-unquote, riddled with a lot of um, paying for items. What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I can think of a million ways that they could implement microtransactions to this game. <laughs> um, and I, I and I do remember, because you brought up New Leaf when it was coming out, I do remember a lot of people initially being worried about the possibility of microtransactions for Animal Crossing, because I think that came out at a time where mobile gaming was exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just after the DS era, which really showed 
I guess, just companies how well a handheld gaming device could be. Um, Because that's one of the greatest selling consoles of all time, the DS. And and so right after that, the smartphone revolution kind of kicked off. And tons of games started popping up on the App Store. And the way they monetized these games was introducing more of that kind of gotcha style mechanics or just microtransaction-y type of things. And so by then, the 3DS rolls around. It... We go about two years and then Animal Crossing starts to become a reality for the system, you know? (laughs) And so just historically, people were just like, man, this is like, if we're going to look at any game that is perfect for microtransactions, Mm. we're going to be looking at Animal Crossing. Yes. Like that's going to be the game that'll (laughs) kick that off. And it's because you just have tons and tons of little items that could be like a premium type of item or premium set rather that you could buy. Mm-hmm. And and so people were wor- worried about it back then. It didn't happen, luckily. Um, and so like that could still be a way that they could do microtransactions. Like they give us special sets that you could have to purchase with real money to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the issue with doing that in this game is that it's a game that is so easy to share. Um, yes. where, where it's really easy to share. Mm-hmm. So I could, if I buy something, I can go to your town, drop it off there, and then all of a sudden you have it, you know? <laughs> right. It's at least like in your catalog, because I'd probably be like, okay, so can I have it back? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other difficulty with this is, as far as we know, Animal Crossing's inventory has always been limited. Mm-hmm. And there will be a, a point where maybe you run out of space and you can't really get any more DLC items because you just have nowhere to put them. Mm. But then at that point, they can just charge you for more inventory space, you know? Oh. <laughs> and so it, it becomes this like cycle of ways to get you to buy stuff that you didn't need in the past before you bought this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the difficulties arise. There's also like, you know, you have the pocket camp features where you can speed the production of an item that you're making. But things like that just don't make sense because you've always been able to time travel in Animal Crossing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a, and you're always going to be able to manipulate the clock in that way because the Switch isn't a system that has, in uh, I guess, access to the internet all the time. Like mm-hmm. they're... If it did, we would have to worry about that because, you know, the clock at that point would probably cancel out any, I guess, time travel. Like, it wouldn't let you because it's just stuck to the real time that everybody in the world is in. Yes, right, right. Um, So, yeah, they're just, like, little things that I feel get in the way of DLC truly work, or at least, like, microtransactions truly Mm -hmm. working in Animal Crossing. Um, Yes, in... I, you know, I want to say that I think that's a good thing. I think it's safe to say that Animal Crossing Switch is not going to be your, it's it's not going to be very much like a mobile game. So it's, yeah, definitely Pocket Camp is going to stay with that sort of approach to microtransactions. And, and overall, I think that's a good thing. And that sort of brings us to another approach, which I think is like a middle ground between no additional content and a lot of it. And it brings us to what we want to see as far as 
how we want to see DLC implemented in Animal Crossing Switch. And I do want to see it. I as long this is my key point is as long as whatever you buy is completely optional. I don't want anyone to have like a premium experience like like you were saying maybe you're gonna buy additional storage or faster way of doing things i i don't think that would be fair i don't think that would be in the spirit of animal crossing and on the spirit of nintendo gaming as a whole so if there's anything i think it's gonna be completely optional items like furniture series maybe emotions or definitely clothing items that you don't need but if you like it and you want to get it go ahead you know and Part of that also is a premium paths, like patterns. You know how you're able to make your own and then you place them, um, at least in New Leaf, you know, and, and it's nice and it's they're always like a perfect square and you kind of have to deal with that and work with it. I'm thinking there might be a way for Nintendo to sort of change that a little bit. They could do their own pre-made paths or patterns and they could have like half grass, half water to make like little rivers. They could even be animated a little bit. So I think that's um, a new approach for Nintendo to have DLC in Animal Crossing and Lastly, my, my, my last point on this is that even though you're going to be able to buy whatever you wanted, I can also see like a season pass type of thing where you pay once whenever you want and then you get whatever's out by then and then also whatever comes out new. And honestly, if they have that, I'm I'm definitely getting that one. <laughs> I uh, I really like this premium paths idea. Um, be, uh, but I also kind of hope they implement this as some sort of, I guess, what's the word for it? A, a public works project type of thing. But Ooh. like, you know, the, the rocky grounds outside of say retail or in front of your train station. Yes. Like I would just want to put that type of ground as my path, like throughout my town, mm-hmm. or like maybe you get an option to change that ground. And that's like a premium option too. And yes. mm-hmm. yeah, and you could just cover your town on that. But that also got me thinking well, one of my big complaints, and you mentioned this, is where when you make a path that implements kind of the grassy terrain around, mm-hmm. uh, you have to keep it updated so it matches the color all the yes. time. Yes, right. And I mean, like, how have they not just implemented like a transparent? Type oh of, yes uh, of paint in um <laughs> that you can use at able sisters uh, mm-hmm. and that would just solve that problem like you can make the pattern delete all the grassy portions and then there you go you have your path and it's now transparent and you can just place it on top like a sticker or something yes mm-hmm. and it looks correct um i mean that's a side note but uh, but i don't know if that were like a premium thing i would buy it yeah and that would get rid of you know perfectly straight square patterns all all the way all the time you could have diagonals you can have curves whatever you wanted to draw that would be perfect yeah that is so true because that's one of the the hardest things where you have to design around the grid yes and and it has to make sense to the grid that you're on and uh, it's a bummer it's tough (laughs) (laughs) So would you be interested in like a season pass type of thing? Um, Yeah, I mean, I would say that of these three, I guess, potential ideas or approaches, 
the no microtransactions one, the tons of microtransaction one, and then the middle approach where there is some, where it's more of the form of like a big DLC package, Mm -hmm. I'd actually be most interested in that. And I think it's mostly because like New Leaf, well, let's go back a little bit. Mm -hmm. We've been waiting since 2013 for a new Animal Crossing game. That's not completely true. We've some of us have been waiting since like say 2015. Right. Because <laughs> um, you know we had a good time with the game for a solid two years, and then we we're like, okay, I think I I've, I'm ready for the next one. Nintendo, right. <laughs> give where's Animal Crossing Wii U? Um, unfortunately, that never happened. So essentially, 2015 to 2019, four years, right? Oh. That that's how long we've been waiting. It's uh twice the amount of time we spent playing Animal Crossing. Right, right. <laughs> um, and, and that's my worry. That's my main worry with the game. And it's that at some point, like, though Animal Crossing does come packed in with tons and tons of things to do, and it's a really full game that keeps you distracted for a long time, if we're expecting to wait another seven years between games... Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, say 2019, Animal Crossing comes out. That's the plan right now. Hopefully we stick to that plan, Nintendo. Um, so anyways, 2019. And then the next game we get is not till 2026 or something. Mm-hmm. Like a seven-year wait. Like my one worry is that I'm going to be done with this game in two years right. and I'm not going to have much to do. So I think a big DLC package would be okay. And we kind of got that with New Leaf when Welcome Amiibo happened. Like, I definitely picked up New Leaf again for, like, a solid three months, I'd say. Oh, nice. Um, Probably more. Probably, like, almost half a year um, since it got upgraded with Welcome Amiibo, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, me playing pretty consistently again. And so Mm -hmm. it really brought me back to it. And I was like, wow, this came out three years after the fact. You know? Yes, right. So seeing another big addition to the game three years later, I think would be nice. I think a lot of people would probably react the same where it's like, well, what about the new game, you know? But I don't know. I think just the reality at this point is going to be like Animal Crossing is their series that they can take huge gaps with, but consistently bring out a new game. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, some games get a huge gap like this, and then it never ends. <laughs> but I think with Animal Crossing, there is an end to the wait, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think if three years into the game we get a huge DLC package that really expands on what we can do, then I'm going to be happy. Like, as long as they give me more things to pay off, I'm going to be stoked. Yes. And, and you... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, my last thing, I think they could have charged for Welcome Amiibo with the amount it was. That's a good but, point. But even then, like, the game was already $20 at that point, and it mm-hmm. was a free update. So, I don't know, I, I already bought the game, like, two more times after the first time. <laughs> so, I've, I paid 80 bucks to play three Animal Crossing games. Nice. Um, but, yeah, overall, I don't know. I, I, I'd be happy with that. Nice. And... 
you make a you I you made a really good point that got me really thinking that maybe we should be planning for a, an, another long wait. So maybe we should stretch it out and, and sort of plan for, you know, to play Animal Crossing Switch for three or four years, hopefully, even if there's no DLC, just do things that we didn't do much in New Leaf. Like I, I always think of going on Dreams and using the Dream Suite. I'm definitely going to do that way more on, on this game for sure. Yeah, and that's something like... I think the big thing with New Leaf was we had uh, badges that we could earn um, <clears throat> throughout our gameplay, and some of them were obscene. Like, some <laughs> of them definitely asked way too much of us. I'm looking yes. at you, weeds. I cannot pull <laughs> that many weeds in in a year, let alone... I don't know. I think the number is like 500 or so. Yes. But... As soon as you turn into the beautiful town ordinance, you get like two weeds maybe every one week or something. <laughs> right. Maybe two we- every two weeks. Um, you don't get that many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so five, uh, I don't know. Uh, some of the goals were just way too long. And if we just had, if we take our time or if we took our time a little bit more with the game, which is hard to do because you just want to do as much <laughs> as possible as soon as the game is out. And I, I don't blame you for that. I do it too. Um, but like it, it, there, there really is no rush with Animal Crossing. But mm-hmm. somehow it becomes this thing that's so competitive. And you're just like, well, check out my house. I put this stuff. Did you buy that? I don't think you did. Because I paid a lot <laughs> to Gracie to get that. So yeah, talk to me when you're on my level. So, so it gets like competitive like that, you know? And... So it's just hard. It's hard to hold back because Animal Crossing, though it's a very relaxing game, there's no holding back. (laughs) You just got to keep going. (laughs) Right, right. So those were our different approaches for DLC or microtransactions for the Switch game. Is there anything else that you wanted to before we move on to our next topic? I'm just ready. I'm ready to see it. I'm (sighs) ready. I do really hope that they make a premium DLC package uh, mm-hmm. because I think two years in, nobody's going to complain about a, D- a premium DLC package. <laughs> I think two years, that's the perfect time to do it. Oh, that's a good point for for something like this, for something like Animal Crossing, for sure. It has to be yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the game stays relevant for like a whole year because yes. you haven't seen every season. You haven't seen every single day. Right. I think that's what makes it special. You just got to you get to that point where you're like, oh, man, I've played for eight months and I'm, I've am i had fun. Uh, well, at least maybe like a casual um, fan mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like, I've had fun because I've, I've heard the sentiment before, but they're like, now I just really want to see every season. For example, hmm. I want to see every day and see what's different because it, it is a unique game that way where every day is different. Every day is something new. And it's the only game that you can just log into and be like, oh, here's something that I've never happened before. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just the little things that make you so happy to be playing. Yes, definitely. And I think it's pretty awesome that we're already planning or ambitioning how we're going to be playing this game two years after it's out and we don't even have a release date (laughs) (laughs) it's true that's i think that's the magic of animal crossing in one of many ways so our next topic we we sort of touched on it earlier yesterday was mario day march 10 
and it's a yearly tradition for Nintendo. This year they kind of focused on having sales on Mario games either at retail partners or on the eShop. There were some good discounts on some couple of re really good Mario games, of course, they all which pretty much are. So this got us thinking in you know when when is when is it going to be Animal Crossing Day? <laughs> so basically we're, we're thinking that whenever the game comes out, you know, we have our our guesses as for a date. It could be November 15, it could be December 6. It could be some other Friday in the year, but whenever that happens, that date could become Animal Crossing Day, at least in our Haken community. So, basically, it would be like June 9, 2013 was or is in North America. That was the release date of New Leaf. The, the very good thing, I think, is that it's very, very likely that Animal Crossing Switch is going to come out on the same day all around the world. So there's not going to be different release dates. It's going to be one same day for everyone. And that makes it super easy to just call it Animal Crossing Day for, you know, 2020 and who knows how many years beyond. <laughs> I, okay, while you were typing, or while, while you were telling me all of this, I typed in a Google search. Ooh. And it's a very... Uh, I, I guess I didn't think I, I didn't think of how relevant this would be, but it's become more relevant. I just typed in National Animal Day because every day is a national something day. <laughs> and I was just like, when is Animal Day? Because I feel like that would be the most close to Animal Crossing Day. Right. World Animal Day is an international day of action for animal rights and welfare celebrated annually on October 4th. Oh. And so I was like, you know what? Let, let's take a look at this date. Kid you not, it is a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so October 4th is a Friday. It's oh. World Annual Animal Day. Not even just National Animal Day. <laughs> it is the world's day to celebrate animals. Oh, my. And... <laughs> So I think that's my new vote for when <laughs> Animal Crossing Switch is going to come out. Oh. Um, th that, that can't be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be meant to be. Nice. That's awesome. October I, I, makes a lot of sense for sure. I, and I think Nintendo could surprise everybody with an October release because right now, as it stands, I think no, there's not a doubt in anybody's mind that w Luigi's Mansion is the October game. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Nintendo <laughs> doesn't play by the rules. They're not. <laughs> they're not going to plan some October release for the game that's obviously an October themed game. Mm -hmm. I, I, but I, I think it'll still come out before. Maybe it's their September game or something. <laughs> but. Animal Crossing could be an October title. Like I've said it, like September through December seems like the most realistic time period for me yes. mm -hmm. for Animal Crossing to come out. And, you know, if we're going to have an Animal Day, why not celebrate it on Animal Day <laughs> or an Animal Crossing Day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, so I think this puts us at four different days, you know, one for each month. Uh, going back to my original in September, which was September 20, 2019, but I, you know, every day I think that's less and less likely. But we have a couple of dates for each month of the last four months of the year, and October 4 
it's sounding really good. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the perfect day, not going to lie. <laughs> and that would be so awesome. So, you know, regardless of which Friday ends up being the most special Friday of the year for us, we're thinking definitely that starting in 2020, that's going to be Animal Crossing Day, like I said, at least in Haken. And we already have a couple of ideas and definitely... Um, if you have any comments, let us know what else we can be implementing. But it's going to be a celebration of everything Animal Crossing Switch every year. And some of the things that we came up with is, for example, we're going to have status reports. And what I mean by that is every year we could have little plans for our towns. Like somebody can say, well, I want to change my theme. I'm going with a beach town at least this year. So I'm going to be changing everything and implementing different changes throughout the whole year and then on animal crossing day we can all check in and see how we're doing with our plans if we need anything else from the community we can all share and maybe we can even have little awards like most improved town or most different or most unusual town things like that (laughs) i i that would be so much fun um, because I, I feel like every year we kind of traditionally, I mean, we've only been doing this show for a little over a year, mm-hmm. but we've experienced two New Year's celebrations. And each year I do really appreciate when we get a look at kind of our Animal Crossing resolutions that we make <laughs> and how we did with them, <laughs> though I should probably get back on mine. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I don't know if I remember them all at this point. We were checking in for a little bit, which was a good habit. Yes, <laughs> but but yeah, I do like this idea of like having a little status report and going like, oh, I played uh, the the game for this month, and this is what I've done in that time, you know? Right. Because um, it's fun. It's fun. I I say this all the time, but the one thing I consistently appreciate with Animal Crossing is that it gives you a sense of um, accomplishment through all of the actions that you do every single day. And then you see, you look back after a month and you're like, man, I had nothing when I started this game and look at me now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, there's way more and we sort of touched on this a little bit earlier, but it's going to be a big celebration for the entire community and we're all going to be a part of it. We can all share different items that we need. For a while, Chewie needed bushes for his final layout of Haken and, you know, we all chipped in and that that's what I'm thinking. This, this Animal Crossing Day is going to be an awesome day of sharing with everyone and being part of the community and, like we said, checking how our towns are doing. I can definitely see a live podcast, a very long one. We can also have different trivia or contests or just different things, anything that is a celebration of Animal Crossing. Yeah, and it's been a long time since we've done a live show in a bit. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it just goes to show you that, like, we haven't had enough news lately. Because usually, like, you and I, like, we're both excited whenever <laughs> we get Animal Crossing announcements. So it was, like, right after E3, we had a show. Right after um, the uh, the game actually got announced, we had a show. Yes. And <laughs> we're just waiting for that first little site to have, like, a big live celebration with everybody. <laughs> and just, like, geek out. Because this is going to be a beautiful Animal Crossing game. And... I just want to, I want to be able to celebrate that, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So definitely want to have live shows when this game comes out. 
For sure, for sure. And another big thing for Animal Crossing Day is going to be a very good starting point or like a stopgap point if you want to redo your town, either maybe start from scratch completely or if you want to start a second town or if you just want to redo your theme. Uh, earlier we said we can have a beach town. Well, maybe now I want something more like a forest or more like a desert. And if you wanted to, the, you know, Animal Crossing Day would be a very nice point or date for you to start again or start over or do a refresh. And with everyone in the community, like we say, always helping each other out. It's it's definitely very, very viable. Yeah, and I've done like a huge refresh kind of on my own, at least started it on my own mm -hmm. and definitely didn't finish it on my own. I had help, like you mentioned, with everybody <laughs> sharing bushes with me, for example. Um, but my whole refresh was like, I really got tired of the layout of my town and it, it was pretty good, but I was like, I need, I'm going to change this up. I, I want to make it better overall. Mm -hmm. And so I cut down every tree, dug up every bush and destroyed every public works project till my town was oh, wow. bare. <laughs> there was nothing in it. And then after that, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to lay this out exactly how I want it to. And, you know, I, I still had to work around people's houses and things. And I'd be like, right, oh, okay, right. well, maybe this person isn't, they're not in a good spot. I'll let them move, you know? <laughs> right. And so doing a huge refresh like that is time consuming. Yes. <laughs> and I thought I'd prepared. I had bought bushes for months Ooh. before I destroyed everything. And it wasn't even a fraction of what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, sometimes it's nice to just have that help and be able to go to people and be like, Hey, uh, are you buying your bushes today? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I think bottom line is it's very safe to say that whenever Animal Crossing Switch comes out, we're all going to be very fond of the very specific date. And I think every year from then forward, at least until, you know, Animal Crossing, whatever the next system is, you know, every year it should be a very special day of celebrating the weight and the enjoyment of Animal Crossing Switch at that point. Yeah, definitely. And I, this this thought came to me. It's kind of not related, but also related because it's still Animal Crossing. But I think, and I've had this idea for a little bit, but I think it's going to be fun when the game is out um, because we have artwork for the show that is the background while you listen on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, it's also used as the icons on like the podcast and everything. So you still get to see them and everything. But I think what's going to be fun about this new game is like you're recording all your footage. I'm going to be recording a ton of footage. And then just having like the podcast kind of accompanied not only with the image for the month or, well, that might be a spoiler to my eventual plans for getting a new <laughs> image every month. Sorry about that. But it, it'll also be like some footage of us doing some things around our town or our house, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think that'll be really fun to be able to add in and just give people another look at our town while you're just, while we're not necessarily we're doing we have our goals and stuff but not necessarily <laughs> talking about it and just like enjoying talking about Animal Crossing. Yes, <laughs> for yeah. sure, for sure. So our next topic for this week 
is a very interesting one and very topical in a way, considering that the official news have been very slow. Most of the time when that happens, there's rumors, there's quote-unquote leaks, and there's been some recent ones. And, you know, it, it's hard to say if they're true or not. They kind of sound like they're not. But it's always nice to <laughs> believe and, and let ourselves go a little bit. So... These couple bunch of rumors come from Twitter from user Cabrera Leak. And there's a list, so we're going to go through them and, and comment on, on the ones that stand out to us. So the rumors are as such. The villager cap is going to be increased. And that's going to vary depending on the town size that you pick. And that already is very interesting. So you're going to be able to pick a size of your town. That's That's really different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I do want to emphasize again, like these are probably not real. Um, a lot of people have like been pretty, I guess, uh, they're looking at this account very closely and seeing that they've been wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are talking about them because, you know, it's just fun to see what people's ideas are of like what they'd like. Um, for me, I think... <sighs> Rather than, like, picking the town size, I would rather, like, be able to expand it later on. Mm. And, you know, I touched on this a little bit, but, like, Animal Crossing is one of those few times where I would actually like to accumulate more debt. And I mean that in the sense of, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be, like, drowning in debt and, you know, can't pay my bills or anything in real (laughs) life. But in Animal Crossing, I'm like... More debt means I'm making my house bigger, I'm making my camper bigger, I'm expanding my town by contributing to the like the taxes or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like Animal Crossing to be, uh, f- for the first time ever, not a game where y- what you see is what you get right when you start off, but more of like what you see is what you grow. And and think about it like, sure, I'm starting in this like small town, but eventually I can make it even bigger and add even more public works projects and more buildings and stuff like that. And maybe, oh, I expanded in this direction. Here's another river that mm-hmm. I didn't know about. And, you know, just like adding to the town in that way. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I, I wouldn't necessarily want to pick the town size, but rather just everybody start with the small town. And then once again, you get into that competitive mindset where you're like, yeah, well, look ah. at how big my town is. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that makes a lot more sense. I was very surprised, you know, by, by a, an approach of choosing your town size. But, uh, you know, looking at it closely, more closer, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And it, it sort of adds to the to the fact that these are just rumors and, and most likely not true. But. I agree with you for sure. It would be much better if, if we all start with the same town size and then expand on it as we want to or as we're able to to pay with uh, with our bells, you know, in the game. Yeah, and I don't know who would want to pick the smallest town size right. either. Like, <laughs> I get, the, I mean, maybe there probably are people out there, but I guess my guess would be that the majority of us would just kind of pick the biggest town so we have more things that we can do, you know? 
Yes. And, you know, if, if you pick a small one and then eventually you, you're able to or you want to expand, then when you expand, the expanded area is going to be all empty. At the same time, if you pick the really big one from the beginning, when you start off, you don't have that many things. So it's going to be very empty and it's going to be big and empty from the start. So I just think it makes sense to start with a small town and then build upon it. Yeah, definitely. The next couple of uh, bullet point rumors is that the game is going to be fully HD. It's going to be 3D graphics and textures, which I think that's very logical. It, it makes sense. There, There's going to be optional jobs that you can do. It, r- it reminds me of when you work at the coffee shop, things like that. Th- I think that's also a logical evolution, something that we can expect for sure. And the next one, I think it's very interesting. It says that the game has been in development only since 2016 i added the only but because i would have expected the game to be in the works at least if you know from 2015 so this is i think i saw the the suspicions kind of making the rounds that people said this kind of just sounds like their favorite picks from what other people have been saying they want from the game. Because mm-hmm. this sounds suspiciously close to my estimation of when they started um, making the game, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because what we know is that the main team, after working on New Leaf, a lot of people went on to work on, I forget which Zelda game was right after that on the 3DS. But a lot of the team went there. Some of them went to go work on Splatoon. And then mm-hmm. others, like, they stayed on and made Happy Home Designer. Because at that point, like, you have all these assets. You don't have a need for a huge team to create all of this new stuff. You have essentially a, something you can work with, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the main team worked on Happy Home Designer. They put that game out in 2015. And then after that, um, there was an interview, and I've mentioned this interview before, but there's an interview with, um, what's her name? Aya Kyogoku, who was the co-director on New Leaf. And she kind of also led the team with Amiibo Festival. Um, Mm. I think probably supervised them or something. Mm. Um, But they mentioned, she mentioned that they just wanted to make an Animal Crossing game with Amiibo. And one of the questions to her was if they were planning on implementing amiibo in animal crossing mainline games mm-hmm. um be it in new leaf or in um what, what's the other one happy home designer or no? not only uh, new leaf or the next animal crossing game oh you know okay mm-hmm. and she said at that point in time they had no plans for it so i have a feeling after that shortly after that they got a team together to work on the welcome amiibo update mm. And so the Welcome Amiibo update came out in 2016. And I think it wasn't until at that point, probably after that update was out and everything, that they truly started making this new Animal Crossing game. Maybe they had ideas and stuff in mm. early 2016, mm-hmm. uh, maybe midway through because the the update was essentially ready. But yeah, that's my suspicion because the update came out at the end of 2016, so... Somewhere in like 2016, I think they started working on this game. Okay, yeah, th- that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that that puts everything into perspective. I think. Yeah, so this adds to the uh, just like the suspicions that this person has been watching a lot of Animal Crossing videos <laughs> and maybe ran into my info at some point. <laughs> yeah, and you know, eventually we're gonna touch on on one that is 
a, a big giveaway of that. But another one that is mentioned here is no loading screens, and that would be very nice. We we both discussed this previously, and and that would be very nice, and in, in I think very possible on the Switch. Yeah, and even if there are some loading screens, just just make them shorter, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going from outside into inside, like, it's a smaller environment on the inside of my house. What is it, like a 4x4, four four, an 8x8 eight eight space or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't. it shouldn't have to take that long to load. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, uh, I, I, I just want them to minimize the amount of time I spend just waiting for my screen to show me something. Yes, and definitely don't block other players' messages with a loading screen. and Basically, you're not able to read them, so hopefully that, that gets addressed in the next one. Now, another rumor is that you're going to be able to choose your type of town, something like an island, a desert, etc. I like that thought potentially but i think that would come l- later in in you know you you wouldn't start off by picking your type of town i think you would unlock that basically by playing the game for a couple of months probably yeah i i don't know i this is another one that i feel torn about cuz i'm just like the this is the most different thing i think to animal crossing cuz you always go into kind of a it's called animal forest for a reason yes you always go into like a foresty type of place. And so I know we've seen other terrains introduced through Happy Home Designer and even Pocket Camp with the terrains that you can pick. <laughs> and I guess I just, I would want a basic kind of start and then maybe be able to choose a different terrain later. Yes. But, you know, some people might want that option from the start. And, you know, it, and that's me just thinking, ignoring the fact that I also get to choose and I could still just choose my basic uh, forest Ah, type of layout. Right. So, I mean, it's not going to hurt me if they add it. (laughs) Right. But, you know, also just thinking about it, it kind of takes away from the magic. But what I mean by that is that if if you have a desert town or like, you know, different types of towns is because you make them that way with the tools that you have available. So if you can either pay or or choose to have a desert town that is very officially a desert and it doesn't have any grass or any trees, then it's really not you making your town into a desert. It's just picking one either from the start or later on. And, And I think that does take away some of the charm and some of the the magic of turning your town into whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And yeah, I guess, yeah, I just want to have control over what I'm doing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another interesting rumor is that there's going to be over 100 new animals, including new species, and bats are mentioned. So bats are going to be introducing (laughs) the game according to this rumor. This is another key example of people thinking that they probably just took the most popular thing that they've seen because i think bats more than anything have been the animal that people are asking for because they're cute i love little bats (laughs) um but also like i i had to look this up because 100 new animals sounded like a lot to me Mm -hmm. but apparently when new leaf came out there were 100 new animals um i looked up the numbers i think it was on nookopedia 
And there were 100 new animals, I think 24 returning animals, and then Champ was left out. Poor Champ. Aww. <laughs> um, and then after, even after that, uh, and it's really funny because the whole time I thought the Welcome Amiibo update, like all 50 of those like RV cards were yes. returning characters. Apparently some of them are new. Yes. Mm-hmm. So only 46 of those were returning characters. And four of them, I think, were new. Um, I forget what the numbers were. But then also you had a, a bunch of new characters like Wolf Link, you know, and ah, Medley. Yes. And then <laughs> um, the two based on Callie and Marie from yes. uh, Splatoon. And then you also had the Sanrio uh, characters. So, Ooh. yeah, overall, like, they added a ton of new characters in New Leaf, be it... The, when the game first came out or when it got updated later on, like there was a lot of work put into adding characters. And they they did note there were two new species as well with the deer and hamster. Yes. With New Leaf. So, I mean, 100, I think that's a believable number based on what we've gotten in the past. Yes. Yes. And I would want them to focus on the the forgotten animals, if you will. I I want them to bring everyone back if they haven't already. And I, I don't think they have. And this also reminds me that when Pocket Camp was freshly out or about to come out, they said that it was possible to maybe introduce new animals through Pocket Camp. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they haven't yet. Well, aside... The three birds that we love. <laughs> yeah, okay, Motors crew. Yeah, yes. you know, I totally forgot about that. I don't think they have added a character that is completely unique to the game. Right. Outside of the special characters. But yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind that. I would. I think it'd be fun to <laughs> see like new characters start to pop up. And, you know, maybe they could pop up later when the full game is out and then the team's like, oh, that that one has to be in pocket camp. <laughs> um, right, right. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they would do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, the, the list goes on and, and there's a couple of like really like given items that we, are, they pretty much have to happen in, in a sequel, especially on a console like the Switch. But a very interesting one is that there's going to be eight player online multiplayer. And according to this person, if you don't pay for the Nintendo online subscription, you can only play with two people. But if you do pay for it, you can play with up to eight players at the same time. Now, right off the bat, this might be just me, but I think eight people is too many for to visit a town at once. What do you think? This this whole thing seems suspicious to me, <laughs> mostly because, like, I honestly don't think we're going to be able to play online with each other unless we buy the online. Um, yes. The online subscription. So I don't think they're going to give us like, oh, you can play with one person <laughs> because, you know, one person is all you really need sometimes. Yes, exactly. And eight people. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would mind. It'd be a hard, a, a lot to keep track of, but yes. <laughs> if our towns are huge, then it'd be fine. Um, but I also wonder, eh, eight is a number that makes sense with the Nintendo Switch, just because we can make eight profiles on the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just taking that into account. But other than that, it seems it seems far fetched to me. 
Yes, yes, definitely. I, I agree with you completely. And the next one on the list is the one that you specifically mentioned a couple of episodes ago. A split screen on the Switch with two Joy-Con. Uh, I mean, I would want to see it, but what do you think? I, I do want to see it. I think that's going to be unprecedented for this series because we've never had this. Right. This is a brand new feature. It plays with the gimmick of what the Switch is, which is sharing the joy. Yes. You give one person a Joy-Con and there you go. They can go and run around and do their own thing. But it also takes me back to like my beginnings with Animal Crossing with population growing where I was playing with my brother. I was playing with my friend and every single time we played it started out with that same argument. Who's going to play first? Because whoever plays first has a big advantage in this game. And to take that away and kind of like put a little bit of pressure to it where it's like, okay, we're playing at the same time. Like it doesn't, we don't have to fight about this anymore. But now we're just racing. We're racing each other to (laughs) dig up the fossils, go see the store first, whatever your goal is. Like you have to be very, very clear at it because chances are somebody's going to go over to that store before you <laughs> and buy up everything. And you're just going to be like, man, well, I don't even know what was there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I don't know. I think it's a fun a mechanic, fun way to play that we just, I, I think it makes sense for Animal Crossing. Yes. And you brought up an excellent point that it just, it also makes sense simply because it's on the Switch. So that alone it's prone to to split screen and sharing the joy like very easy it, it would make so much sense yeah yeah it, and i think the biggest thing is like it also like over the years animal crossing has become kind of a solitary experience um mm-hmm. which funny enough like i had the opposite effect with the first game but after that like wild world i was just like no this is just mine I mean, you live in my house, but it's mostly me. <laughs> this is my game. And then City Folk, I was like, once again, this is me. This is my game. Don't move in. <laughs> Get your own memory card. And then New Leaf, like that completely disconnected you from other people because it's like, all yes. right, you you have your own copy now. I've learned my lesson. We shared. We tried sharing a wild world. <laughs> this isn't going to happen again. It's a handheld console. <laughs> right. And so now... I feel like it just gives that incentive of being able to play together once again. Like that hasn't yes. been a thing in a long time. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's a couple more rumors, but the big one, the last one is, according to this person, Animal Crossing Switch is going to be the main focus for Nintendo at E3. And the game has a planned release month of September. <laughs> I think that's too early. So, you know, it adds more believability to the fact that these are just rumors. Yeah, and and I think this is wishful thinking as well. Like, most people are pointing out to uh, this person's, um, I guess, not being credible just because, like, Mm -hmm. last year they said Animal Crossing was going to be the big game at E3 2018. Clearly, they were wrong. I was wrong about that as well. but, you know, I've come out since then and been like, man, I thought this was going to happen. Oh, well. <laughs> but <laughs> but really, it's just like, I think what people forget about E3 is the treehouse. And I think without a doubt, we're going to get a large segment on Animal Crossing during the treehouse and a bunch of other games. Like, 
it's not gonna be the only one but at e3 we're gonna see animal crossing stuff and it's gonna be amazing because when on the years that animal crossing has been a thing e3 has treated them well (laughs) yeah so i don't know i i feel like yeah, obviously it's going to be a focus at E3. This game's coming out in 2019. Yes. <laughs> and by E3, like they've got to let us know what the fall and winter schedule is. Yes, if we don't know about it by then, then we're going to find out about it then, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so is there any of these rumors, um, any that we listed or didn't list that you wanted to to touch before on we move on to our haken villager corner yeah i think overall it it was just like a little moment that was exciting i think most of us think this is fake and not really credible but overall it was just it it has some fun things in here that i appreciate yes (laughs) nice Sounds good. And with that, we're moving on to this week's Haken's Villager Corner. And the question that was asked, of course, having had Mario Day very recently is, what Mario villain would make the best villager in Animal Crossing? Now, Chewie, what what is your pick for this one? I, okay, this one got mentioned. Uh, There would have been two that I would have picked. But one of them, I guess I'm not really sure what they are. So I had to pick... My my choices were Goomba and Shy Guy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Goomba because, uh, I don't know, Goombas are so cute. I, it's my main in Super Mario Party. And I think, I don't know, I just like how they waddle around and they have no arms and they still manage to carry things. It's like, did you ever watch like Veggie Tales and they're just vegetables, but somehow yes. they're like holding swords and stuff or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, Goombas give me that little... I guess feeling it's um right. it's charming it's it's fun, um, and then my other choice, shy guy. I'm not is shy guy an animal, a thing. <laughs> is it just a is it just a little guy who's really shy? I have no idea. Nice, yeah. Those those two are definitely very recognizable villains in you know on the on the smaller side of, of as far as not like big Bowser type villains, but. Definitely would make very nice additions to Animal Crossing. My pick would be... I don't think anyone knows this character. It's Boshi. Do you recognize the name? Boshi? I don't know. So, it's a blue Yoshi from Super Mario RPG. Oh. Mm -hmm. And he's basically a rad-looking version of Yoshi. He has, like, sunglasses, and I think he's wearing, like, a little hat. But, you know, he's, like, a typical, like, mini type of bully type of enemy. So I would want to see Yoshi in the game. So if we're talking about villains, I'm going to go with Boshi in... Yep. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense why i never seen him, because I never played that game. Oh. <laughs> I should, though. I've been tempted to buy it a lot of times, but never have. Ah, I see. Yeah, it's it's very good. You know, it's a classic RPG Final Fantasy type, but definitely overloaded with Mario content. It's a very, very good game. So, with that, we're moving on to our Haken Villager responses to this question. And, as usual, we will be going back and forth on this answer. So I will begin by reading the answer by Grizzly Nina. And she says, 
a friendly little Koopa Troopa, of course. He was shy and got bullied by all the other troopas, so he ventured out to find a quiet town where he could live in peace. <laughs> I love that she gave a little backstory for that. That that is really cute, and Koopa Troopas are a good choice because I all I say every time we want a new species, I want turtles or tortoises, and Koopa Troopas yes. are close to those, so yes, <laughs> I'm into it. Nice. <laughs> um, so Lyalatron Ly- says. For me, it would be Magic Koopa. It would occasionally fly around the town and zap some things. Maybe some villagers could be zapped into silly clothes or houses get crazy paint jobs from the zapping. (laughs) (laughs) They'd probably be a good um, April Fool's type of villager. Right. (laughs) That that would definitely be an event. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The next answer is by Mehdi. And the answer is two words, very simple, very loud, shy guy. So, <laughs> Chewie, you definitely agree with that. And, and I do too. Shy guy would be interesting for sure. Yeah, shy guy is awesome. I don't know what he is, but he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Alex or Coconut says, I want to pull an enemy from the greatest Mario game of all time and say the Cataquack from Super Mario Sunshine would be a cute and fun addition to the villager roster. They were the little red and blue duckhead guys that would fling you into the air. Maybe they'd only make their houses on the beach. Which brings up the topic. Beach houses in Animal Crossing Switch? If Ooh. they made bigger beaches, maybe. <laughs> and oh, that, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun little character um, that not a lot of people have seen. <laughs> yeah, I... I... Honestly, I don't remember. I, I didn't play much of Sunshine. I was always really annoyed by them. They always they always managed to fling me up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The next answer is by Beadlex, and the answer is: I think a friendly Goomba would make a great villager. It would be so cool to see one running around your village and to be able to talk to it, even if it wasn't a full villager like Wisp. I would just love to see one in Animal Crossing Switch. Oh, that, that's a that's an interesting approach. Just having different characters that maybe aren't villagers, but they are in your town. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting because um, we kind of have that with special characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Sully says, Birdo's looks and personality would fit perfectly into the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Birdo's that's a quirky pick. I like it. I always played as them in Mario Tennis. Oh, nice. And yeah, I, I same thing. I don't know what animal that is, but yeah, Birdo would be pretty cool too. Kind of a Yoshi, kind of. What's that uh, Mario villain that like shoots gas bubble things? It's like mm. a mix of those two, I feel. <laughs> nice. So the next answer is by Cyborg Zero, and he says, Villain? I suppose Lord Crump from Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door, but I would prefer Coops from the same game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure um, if Lord Crump would classify as an animal, but this could open up, you know, villagers to just being different characters. And Coops, definitely, you know, we said earlier, Koopa Troopas would be awesome in the game. <laughs> yeah, they would. Um, so Arden and Herman says... King Boo would be awesome. When you think about it, Wisp is kind of a similar looking to him. Dry Bones <laughs> would be super cool too. Maybe he could fall down when he's nervous or upset like he does in the games when you jump on him. And Chain Chomp would be the cutest if they turned him into a dog somehow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. Chain Chomp has game. Uh, Chain Chomp is awesome. I I love Chain yes. Chomp. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. King Boo would be, would be really cool too. Also, Cesar says, "Kamek, I need a wizard for my forest theme town. Imagine all the great furniture." <laughs> for sure, uh, Kamek would would just make everything very different and very special. Yeah, definitely. Zekin says, I'd absolutely love a Shy Guy villager, but looking through characters that would fit with Animal Crossing villager types, Midbus from Bowser's Inside Story, a Toady, Yoshi's Island, or Raphael the Raven from Yoshi's Island would most likely work, being a pig and two birds. Um, yeah, I guess like doing villagers that are like an interpretation of Mario would be awesome too. Cause we've seen that before. We've seen that with Zelda characters. We've yes. seen that mm-hmm. with um, Splatoon characters. So yeah, I think that that's a good direction to take it. Yes. And I, I personally, I would love to see Raphael. <laughs> that's a, mm-hmm. that was a pretty awesome idea. So next answer is by dragon. And he says, yeah, I have to agree with the likes of Koops or Cooper. The Cooper villagers in the original Paper Mario games were some of the most quaintest locales around, so they fit the picture perfectly. For something more unique, I think having a ninja in town would be pretty cool. I could see one having a very caring personality type. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the ninjas would be pretty cool. They're kind of small, but it would be, you know, it's nice to have different villager sizes. We got that with the hamsters, so for sure they would work. Yeah, they really introduced, like, the different size villagers in New Leaf. Like, the bears got really big, and the hamsters <laughs> yes. were always just little tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so Grace, or a penguin named Abraham, says, I'm going to go for the obvious option and say Bowser. He's the most iconic <laughs> villain in my opinion, so I'd love to see him. His house could be a creepy shrine to Peach. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Bowser is classic. And like I said, just give me some turtles. Give me some <laughs> uh, tortoises. <laughs> and I'm going to be happy. Nice. He could have a, a castle, too. He could be the, the only one with a castle in town. That would be pretty cool. Definitely. And our last answer for the week is by Rain. And the answer is Bowser Jr. Just look at him. I already want to be his best friend. <laughs> this would be, I think this would be a nice compromise, you know, between the iconic Bowser and something that fits more into Animal Crossing, for sure, Bowser Jr. Yeah, that's true. He's already got, like, that smaller stature that Animal Crossing characters tend to have. <laughs> so I think it could work. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. We have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a Patreon. But if you do join our Discord, you can get our friend codes for 3DS, Wii U, and of course, the Switch. If you do want to be a patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. For just a dollar, you can support the show and get a ton of cool things. You can see the goals that we have as far as the goals that we want to approach on the show, different content, and where we are on those goals, because we really try to make it worth it, because we really appreciate everyone's support. Very much appreciate it. If you are watching or listening on YouTube, please leave us a comment about how you think microtransactions might be implemented in Animal Crossing Switch, or what would be your favorite villain type from uh, villager from the Mario series, or what you would want us to do in Animal Crossing Day starting in 2020. 
Please leave a review for the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody.